This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie we also always like to get an international perspective on this programme, how Ireland looks to the world and how big international issues are likely to impact us. Uh, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Marwina Cunningham, uh, Dublin Bureau Chief at Bloomberg News, the company who aim to deliver business and financial information news and insight to business leaders and decision makers around the world. Good morning, Marwina. Good morning. How are you? And uh, congratulations on your new job as Dublin Bloomberg Chief, uh, uh, Dublin Business Bureau Chief at Bloomberg, I should say. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, it's a fantastic um, opportunity um, and a really exciting time um, to be working here in Ireland. Yeah, and tell us a bit about your uh, your career path to here. Before this, you were in uh, New York, I gather. Yes, yes, I was. So I, I worked for Bloomberg in New York um, for about four years. And uh, I moved there, in fact, um, just around the time of the U.S. presidential election in 2016. So that was a really interesting time um, to be in the States. And I was covering uh, a lot of breaking news uh, at the time. So very much driven by, by the election. Um, and, of course, um, Donald Trump selection um you know and everything being on on social media um it was a really interesting time to be working in the news industry as well you know how things were shifting um you know concerns about fake news being being discussed but also the way that news was being consumed so much more social media yeah. shaping shaping attitudes there and interesting, just during the week, uh, confirmation that Donald Trump is off Facebook for at least another uh, two years and also off Twitter. But there was a time when his tweets and utterances on social media could literally move markets. Yes, it was really a uh, driving part of, of the news cycle every day for all um, news outlets. Um, you know, and th- it, it, was, it was daily um, and everybody was on high alert. Um, and it often caused a lot of sort of political fallout um, and, you know, affected markets as well, which obviously is something that, you know, our clients and readers are very concerned about. Yeah, and um, the whole thing of, of tech and social media in politics and in business, a huge thing, because, of course, say, in the likes of Tesla, um, if, if Elon Musk is to send a tweet, it has to be vetted uh, by legal people if, he, if he's mentioning um, trade stuff. But it's, a, it's a, something that up until comparatively recently wasn't on the business agenda. But now the interplay between business and social media is huge. It really is, and we've seen that a lot recently um, with um, the sort of gamification of trading, and particularly in, in the U.S., um, you know, the stocks have been uh, promoted on sites like Reddit, and, you know, we've seen a lot of volatility that's being driven by activity on social media, so both in politics and business, um, you know, it's, it's a, a driving uh, force now, and, and regulators are looking at it very closely. Yeah, and, and, and companies like GameStop, I think, um, you know, have made huge headlines and, and that all came about on Reddit as well, as you mentioned. Yes, that and um, this week, um, I think AMC, the uh, cinema group, uh, was another company which, you know, it's a more old-fashioned type of, of company in terms of um, being a physical 
um, business and uh, that that has had a similar similar treatment um, and the shares have posted extreme gains, you know, and obviously some declines as well. Yeah. Um, You've taken up your new position as Dublin Bureau Chief at Bloomberg um, during a very interesting time as well. And uh, COVID, um, how's that been? And how is Ireland looking to the international community during the COVID uh, situation? Oh, yes, it certainly has been a very strange time to be relatively new in a country. And I can't wait to um, explore more of it, you know, without the restrictions. Um, you know, I was very fortunate to be able to do a little bit of that last summer. Um, it's, you know, it has been obviously a huge challenge for most countries around the world, um, and every country has dealt with it um, slightly differently, but there have been some similarities. Uh, I definitely feel at times, you know, Ireland has had one of the you know, longest lockdowns, particularly this year, um, and I think that's something that sometimes people internationally don't quite realise or are surprised at. But we, you know, we've been very much um, follow, following with with the EU in terms of the vaccine rollout, and we're seeing great progress there. And I think we have one of the highest uh, take up rates in, in Europe um, for for the vaccine. Um, so hopefully, we, we are going to see some you know progress in, in the reopening plan that has now been laid out. You know, with um, outdoor dining coming on from uh, the 7th so just a couple of days now and then uh, in July you know hopefully we will see that return to indoor dining and be able to um, you know experience more of a social life and leisure life and you know within the country and hopefully Europe and hopefully the weather will cooperate, but we can't do much about that. But business has continued and interesting GDP uh, results out. I'm constantly talking about, you know, disruption to business and how tough it is for business. But the GDP results um, paint a somewhat different picture for the overall Irish economy. They did, yes. We had um, the first quarter GDP figures yesterday. Um, and during the first three months of this year, um, the economy expanded by 7.8%, which is, you know, quite a big increase. And in fact, compared to a year ago, um, that figure was nearly 12%, uh, which makes it, you know, one of the fastest growing economies in Europe. Mm. Um, of course, that does come in part um, from uh, multinational companies. And so perhaps, you know, the domestic picture has not necessarily, you know, kept up with that high level of acceleration um, and that's obviously going to um, draw quite a bit of attention in terms of the way that international companies are taxed in Ireland and something that's being discussed this weekend in fact um, at the G7 meeting in London um, looking at getting a uh, agreement on a minimum corporate tax rate uh, and Ireland you know has a 12.5 percent tax rate which is lower than most other countries and certainly, you know, in Europe and the UK. So it will be very interesting to see how Ireland responds to any agreement that that is made and and what impact um, or or lack of impact that has on, you know, international companies in Ireland, which is obviously driving a lot of the economy at the moment. Yeah, and and quite a bit of, it's always sort of a footnote. I heard um, BBC News reporting that, you know, that there was historic deal close but that Ireland and I think it was Malta holding out and seen as obstacles c- can be an uncomfortable position for Ireland to be in at these round tables I imagine 
Yes, um, I, th- I think there's going to be quite a bit of discussion about what Ireland, you know, is, is able to do and whether whether other countries um, are able to make up the difference in tax. So whether their tax rates sort of have any real impact at the end of that. But I think all of the details from that will some may fall out this weekend. In fact, today there could be a statement. Um, but then there are, there are uh, there's a G20 planned in July, and there's also um, the big OECD meeting, um, which is in October, where um, I think these things may be properly hammered out. Yeah, now the Irish GDP um, results huge, um, you know, rivaling the likes of China, I, I would imagine. You, you worked in Hong Kong for, for a time. Um, much must be huge differences between business over this neck of the woods and the Far East, or is that just a sweeping, inaccurate generalisation? <laughs> um, well, I think there's a lot of differences, um, you know, in, in the region. I, I covered um, quite a bit of... Uh, the, the region um, from our um, Asian headquarters, which are in Hong Kong. Um, I, I think, you know, it, it's a fascinating region and that there is, there is a lot of growth um, and development um, going on there. There's very, very different regulations um, and different interests. And, of course, since, since I left, um, I, I moved in, in 2016, um, the, you know, the political environment has, has changed a lot. Um, yeah. China and Hong Kong, and so I think, you know, that that's something probably to watch going forward in in terms of you know the business environment. But you've got places like Singapore, um, you know, which have a very different political structure, but um, a quite a sort of westernised economy, um, you know. And you have, I mean, India, you know, has been a, a huge growth story uh, as well. Um, and a very yeah, global economy. Really fascinating, very diverse region. Yeah, and now in a very global economy, and finally, one of the big things making headlines, I don't understand a lot of it, I have to confess, but cryptocurrency. Um, you mentioned earlier on uh, about regulation of social media and, and, you know, interaction with business and so on. Cryptocurrency seems to be a bit of a wild west, but becoming increasingly adopted by bigger companies. Yes, it really has uh, been, you know, one of the main uh, stories of of the last, you know, few years, particularly this year. But we are saying there's a huge amount of volatility there, so there has been um, some alarm bells being being raised, um, you know, internationally as to to the risks. Um, central bankers, particularly, have been speaking, including people in the Irish Central Bank, uh, warning essentially that. You know there there is this volatility, and uh, people. I think the Bank of England governor, you know, said people should be prepared to lose, you know, what they put in. So um, it's something that companies have been adopting. You know, Elon Musk again. Uh, we mentioned him earlier. You know, he's um, been very vocal on the subject, and I think with the challenging economic you know, environment that we have have globally um, in terms of you know investment and banking um, it, it's certainly drawing uh, a lot of um, interest from everyday investors Absolutely. as well as big businesses okay well Marwena a pleasure talking to you on the bottom line and best wishes to you in your new position as Dublin bureau chief at Bloomberg News and we look forward to uh, hearing about what you think when you get out and about all over Ireland. 
Thank you so much. It was fantastic speaking to you. Have a Thank fantastic you. weekend. Thanks, Marwenna. Uh, good talk to you. That was Marwenna Cunningham, who's Dublin Bureau Chief at Bloomberg News. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie